This is a shock podcast. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that has yet to receive any Chinese New Year ang pao's. Today we have Mifzal Mali. Hello, hello. He's not eligible yet to give out ang pao's, so single ladies out there, take note, eh? <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Send him an email anytime soon. I am Faisal American. The only thing I can put into my ang pao is love and affection. Aww. That is not code, by the way. I really mean. <laughs> And I'm broke AF. Uh, sadly, Nicholas, John, and Karami Kamil aren't here. They've lost their hearing due to last night's fireworks. It's loud, huh? Yeah, they also lost their ten- sense of taste. Oh. They've never had taste, they're my new supporters. <laughs> we can roast them as much as we want, huh? Oh, wait, hold up. <laughs> uh, now, going back to Ampaus and giving gifts, right? Liverpool handed Brighton a huge present in the English FA Cup. Uh, that's right, Liverpool, the defending champions, by the way, uh, they were beaten 2-1 by Brighton in the fourth round, and it comes just two weeks after they lost 3-0 to the Seagulls in the Premier League. Now, Liverpool were better this time round, still not good, but they were a bit better, especially in the counter-attack, and um, it looks like Cody Hakpo is starting to gel with Mo Salah. Let's see how they develop in uh, future matches. Uh, Mizal, Mm-hmm. I know you're desperate to lay it into Liverpool. I can see it in your <laughs> eyes. Uh, but before that, I think, you know, we can both agree that Brighton totally deserved to win. Played beautifully. They played like a club that's playing in Europe. Right. And don't forget, um, Brighton have also beaten the likes of uh, Man City and Chelsea this season. Yeah, I mean... Let's not take it away from Brighton. La. They, they've been stupendous, man, this, mm-hmm. this season. As opposed to Liverpool, who's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a Liverpool fan. Yeah, okay, carry on, carry on. Well, um, aside from the fact that um, Liverpool have had like an atrocious season, mm-hmm. we can't take it away from Brighton. They they, they played brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Like well, like you said, like, like a team that's in, in a top flight position. Mm-hmm. Um Usually, any other day, I wouldn't expect Brighton to win. It's it's it would be like a clear cut mm. result again. But now nowadays, this time <laughs> around, uh, check my late again. Mm-hmm. But um, of course, I didn't watch the match <laughs> because uh, why would a United supporter want to see the downfall of Liverpool? <laughs> that is motivation enough for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they absolutely deserve the win. In fact, I think they could have scored more. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is Liverpool nowadays? Anyway? <laughs> you know, knocked out of the uh, of the this is what the FA Cup, knocked out of the EFL Cup, mm-hmm. ninth in the league. Where where does it go for, for Liverpool now? Okay, well, okay, we'll get to that later. All right. After this game, Jurgen Klopp said uh, he's seeing a lot of progress in his team. So, uh, Mif, I know you have a few choice words about him. Yeah, I I actually. You okay? Some part of me actually respects Jurgen. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't don't attack me, United fans. <laughs> Some part of me actually feels respect for him because it it's it's very it's very brave to like come out and say something like that mm-hmm. when you've had like this 
really horrid season, you know? Yeah. Losing to Brighton twice in the same season. I don't know what where he's going when he says that, considering all the results. Maybe maybe he had help from Oli Gunnar Solskjaer with his excuses. <laughs> they've, been, they've been in contact. Huh? Help me, bro. But uh, at the same time, at the same time, I'm not sure if I've, if I've said this before on the mm-hmm. podcast, but I, I feel like Jurgen Klopp, he has this kind of ego trip mm-hmm. where he just can't admit that his team is not performing up to their standard and he always tries to say something to make himself look good or, you know, less bad Okay, the squad. Now, here's the thing. That's what all managers will say. No single manager ever is going to come out to the press and say, yeah, we totally suck. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, you're not going to say that, obviously. You're going to say it in, more, in a more positive way. Mm. But to come out and say, we played good after you clearly played bad. Okay, what he said was they played better than when they lost 3-0 to Brighton in the last round. What is the definition of, of what is the standard that he's going to now? So from his thinking, right, the 3-0 loss to Brighton in the uh, EPL. He said that was their worst performance ever. The worst performance he's seen as a manager. So compared to that atrocious result, this is an improvement. Was his eyes closed during the game? This morning's result, they actually scored. They were actually leading at one point and then um, they lost in stoppage time. There's no comparing Liverpool this season and last season. Obviously not. Okay, but compared to how badly they played in that 3-0, I would gladly take this morning's result. So there was, there, there was, you need more context to his blanket statement of... Yeah, yeah, twist uh, his words, right. The press will have their own take on it. The writers will have their own biases. And then that translates onto the articles that we read. So we have to look at the context we of what you said. We have to take it with says. a pinch of salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that's uh, posted on the web, take it with a pinch of salt. And um, for greater context, just check his uh, post-match interviews, see what he actually says. Okay, well, well the, the bar, it's, it's very difficult to set a bar here mm-hmm. when you compare to a manager like Eric Ten Hag, mm-hmm. who even when he won by whatever deficit, he still has a comment on the goal that was conceded. Yeah, different managers have different styles. This is Klopp's style and it's worked well for him for all these years. Ten Hag is hypercritical, right? That's yeah. his style. I mean, when Rafa Benitez was in charge of Liverpool... I remember Steven Gerrard was saying that he could be man of the match, right? Score three fantastic goals. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that Benitez would tell him was, oh, you made a mistake in this pass to this pass to this pass. So Rafa Benitez and Eric Ten Hag possess the same kind of energy as you say. Maybe not the same energy. Each manager has uh, different styles of managing. I mean, I'm sure you've had previous bosses who were hypercritical, never gave you praise uh, when it was due and all of that, right? Okay, and more or less. Yeah, and you've also had superiors where everything was like, oh, okay, okay, uh, who's more, you know, hands on the shoulders, now it's all right, it's okay to make mistakes and all of that. Uh, that's what I'm facing here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's life, that's humanity. Different people have different approaches to life, different managers have different approaches to football. You make a very compelling point there, Faisal. <laughs> 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 I mean, okay, you're a Liverpool fan, to be fair. It's mm-hmm. going to be like, it may be a bit, a bit biased. Mm-hmm. A bit. But mm-hmm. as someone who doesn't care how Liverpool does, mm-hmm. okay, maybe I do care. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
for that for that for that sweet sweet Schadenfreude. Yeah, I am enjoying Liverpool's downfall. It's it's but but of course to be mm-hmm. to be completely real as a fan of sport, mm-hmm. every club will have that downfall, mm-hmm. and yeah. we've already faced it. Yep. So now we can enjoy the show for the Reds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I t- and I told Nick and Karab this when United were rock bottom <laughs> for years. Okay, uh, as you said before, uh, Miff, Liverpool are out of the FA and EFL Cups, ninth place in the Premier League table, and if things uh, still go on this way, uh, they will definitely lose to Real Madrid in the Champions League next month. And yet... There won't be any uh, major squad reinforcements in the January transfer window, especially in midfield where they need it the most. Something is definitely going on behind the scenes, right? Weren't there reports saying that they were looking for investments or they were selling the club? Yeah, and I think this is what's going on behind the scenes. Um, They're not willing to spend because they're probably looking to sell and he doesn't want to fork out more money. I mean, they 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 got Hakpo. Yeah, that was a mm-hmm. major. I mean, that is considered a major signing. Mm-hmm. But have we seen Hakpo show up? Okay, you you join in January. It's been only what a few weeks. You will need time to gel with the rest of the squad to how the new manager wants you to play. I will uh, reserve judgment on Hakpo until maybe towards uh, towards March. So he needs like a couple months to to get to get with Liverpool's style of play environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That 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 I mean, makes sense. But, yeah. But, but uh, judging yeah, from I mean, where they are right now, is that fair? Yeah. Everybody needs time. Let's look at it this way. Okay. Not everybody will be a peak Cristiano Ronaldo who can come into a new club and on the first day become the top star. There'll be a bedding in period. I don't know, man. I feel like there there were a couple of players who did that. I just yeah. can't put a name on it right now. But I, I feel like I've seen a few players. Yeah, but not everybody will be like that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. I was going into this podcast totally <laughs> totally uh, ready to tear Liverpool a new one. What's happened to me? I'm defending them. We <laughs> <laughs> are being fair. I'm not being fair. Also in the FA Cup, let's move on from Liverpool. It's too depressing for me. Uh, excuse me, I just took some antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. <laughs> uh, also in the FA Cup, Manchester United are through to the last 16. Uh, they beat Reading 3-1. Congratulations also to Casemiro who scored a brace. Wow, now now we're actually moving on to proper football and proper <laughs> results, right? <laughs> you have a trap door underneath you. <laughs> we're still sending you the fiery pits of hell, dude. <laughs> Since we're talking about a proper match. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, United continue to perform. Um, you actually, by now, you actually expect mm-hmm. them to win every game. Yeah. Which is also very a very risky mindset to enter a football <laughs> match with. Because in sport, anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, your lows are still fresh in your memory, right? <laughs> I want to ask you as a United fan, yeah. right? Okay. On a scale of one one to ten, okay, how happy are you with the uh, Ten Hag's uh, achievement so far, and why is it fifteen? <laughs> Actually, right, like, um, I wouldn't really describe it as elation. Huh? I, I feel like. I feel. I actually feel confident. Mm-hmm. You 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 have this kind of mentality going into like you know, game day, mm. and 
usually, I think I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. Usually, you feel anxiety, mm-hmm. like oh my god, we could, we could. Th- there's a high chance we could lose this match. Yeah, but now, yeah, I mean, you look at the starting lineup, Fred. Why Ashford? <laughs> and now those two are actually very good. Yeah. So, and and Casemiro, mm. like what? Especially when he was uh, he got suspended from the Arsenal game. Mm. Oh my god, dude! Everyone lost lost their minds. Like mm. we, how can we win this without Casemiro? It, that that's that's the influence this that one guy mm-hmm. can make in the entire squad, and, and we've and we've seen it in, in the in the Reading match. Mm-hmm. He he scored a brace, and honestly, he he was a game changer. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, we'll talk more about United and their uh, potential uh, trophy chances just a bit later on. Mm-hmm. Um, first up, let's talk about some other FA Cup results. Tottenham beat Preston three nil. Man City pipped Arsenal one nil. Those uh, wonderful characters at Leicester had a 1-0 over Walsall and a Leeds 3-1 victory over Accrington Stanley. How proper a name is that? Accrington Stanley. Who is that? (laughs) Some lower league side. Now, in the EFL Cup in midweek, Manchester United take on Nottingham Forest in their second leg semi-final. United are already 3-0 up. And unless they do a Liverpool, there's no way they can mess this up, huh, Mif? It's, it just doesn't Unless possible. Maguire starts. Oh. oh, no, no. As Unless Maguire starts and is captain. Ah. Because that armband is jinxed. I don't know what what kind of spell that armband uh-huh. is. But what, the moment you slip it on Maguire... Uh-huh. Everything is in shambles. So you're saying both the armband and Maguire can mandi bunga dulu. Yeah. But uh, on a serious note, um, yeah, I, I don't want to get my hopes up too much. Mm-hmm. I do believe they, they they cannot mess this up. Um, but judging by there was this one moment, there was one year. I think it was the it was the year that City won the the league title. Mm-hmm. At that one moment under Sir Alex Ferguson, they did mess up. Mm-hmm. So it's like a 50-50 here. Mm-hmm. I'm confident they will win, but I always have like this, I have this safety net for myself mm-hmm. where it's still football. The ball is round. <laughs> and the moment the whistle goes off, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. But it's not likely. Mm-hmm. These teams... Nah. Now, there's this mindset among football fans, like, you know, the EFL is a Mickey Mouse Cup. Nothing to brag about. It's not a major trophy for a lot of fans. But considering where you've been all these years, right, how happy would you be if United lift the uh, EFL Cup this season? It's not just happiness because of United, Mm. but the fact that if they win, when, if they win, Mm. this would be Ten Hag's first piece of silverware in his first season in charge. Mm -hmm. And that, that, on its own is an incredible achievement. I don't mm. care if it's what, the EFL Cup. I don't care if it's the EFL Cup. Mm-hmm. It's it's as long as you win something. Silver. Yes, because if we look at some other clubs, <laughs> they, <laughs> they are on the brink of losing everything unless mm-hmm. they can pull off a miracle mm-hmm. against Real Madrid. Um, you know, some in some places cats can fly, but mm-hmm. um, I think United will be proud of what they have achieved this season. Mm-hmm. 
if they go through to the final, they will face either Newcastle or Southampton. And the Magpies hold a slender 1-0 advantage. Oh, I'm actually nervous if, if we face Newcastle. First of all, they have done not much wrong this season. Mm-hmm. They're third in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. That is a team that you have to look out for. And if we face them in a cup final... Um, it could be very, very different from what we've seen from Newcastle in previous seasons. So that is a growing concern. We'll talk more about this on Friday. Yes. <laughs> so what other stuff happened to you in the past week? Eh? Oh yeah, uh, Malaysia wrapped up their Hockey World Cup campaign in joint 13th place with France. Uh, as for our badminton squad, Perlitan and Mtina made it to the semis of the Indonesian Badminton Masters and I am too scared to talk about anything else. I'm not. I'm just kidding. Uh, also, Novak Djokovic won the Australian Tennis Open. Uh, he beat Stefano Sissipas to extend his record to a 10 Aussie Open titles. He's also back as the world number one. Also, he has now matched Rafa Nadal's record of 22 Grand Slam titles. Uh, the next uh, Grand Slam is the French Open. It is Nadal's kingdom. Right? He rules uh, the clay courts of uh, Roland Garros. Uh, Will Nadal win or will Djokovic make it to number 23? Who knows? Well, I think Djokovic's um, recent uh, title is going to lift up his spirits Mm. because he he missed the the chance at grabbing it last year because of his vaccination mishaps. He was mm, being deported and being called Novak Djokovic on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) But uh, I think I think this this the recent title is going to lift his spirits, mm-hmm. and and uh, it and it certainly helps that uh, Nadal was struggling with injury in Australia, and somehow he's done better than Liverpool. I think. <laughs> oh, just give it a break, dude. Just <laughs> never give it a break. I'm going to cherish this moment. It's never going to happen again. But but congrats uh, yeah. to 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 Djokovic. He deserved it. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps it up for this episode of the Podball Sportscast. Thank goodness. <laughs> As always, it's been great to uh, inform and entertain you about the wide, wide world of sports. Uh, before we go, I just want to say that uh, treat yourself with love, kindness and respect and uh, treat others with love, kindness and respect too. That's it from me, Faisal American. And me, Mimzal Malik. Again, happy belated Chinese New Year. Kong Hit me up, ladies.